Hello again, Tom Walker, MassAC Unit 1. We are recording episode 19 of our district podcast. Today is Friday, uh, August the 28th, 2020. And uh, Jason and I just wanted to kind of discuss uh, some things regarding the current COVID situation, um, just where we're at with our Chromebook and and hotspot distribution, Uh, give some shout outs and some thanks to um, staff members and some others. And uh, just to kind of, uh, we'll wrap things up there um, at the end uh, with a couple of other notes. Uh, And once again, I am joined by Jason Hayes, our superintendent. Thanks, Tom. So this is our 19th attempt to get the podcast correct. Yeah, the first 18 weren't so great, so. (laughs) We're still working on that. We're trying it. We're going to get good at this one of these days. Uh, No, I think it works well to do kind of a Friday update right now um, with everything that's going on and. And what we're dealing with so we're just going to try to do this uh, just to try to provide as much information as possible with what's going on in the schools because it is it, it is kind of overwhelming at times and it's hard to to get newsletters and things out right now with what we're dealing with so i think the podcast is a is a good uh, medium to get some of this communication going so that's really the only point a lot of information out pretty quickly as long as we don't talk too long yeah what do you mean <laughs> why are you looking at me <laughs> so our uh our current status with uh the coronavirus covid19 um however you want to call that uh where we sit right now well i've had a lot of questions about that and you know that's something i guess is, is probably on a lot of parents minds so at this point we have had staff members quarantined because of possible covid exposures outside of school uh, we haven't had any quarantine because of uh, exposures inside of school that I'm aware of right now. Um, but basically the way this quarantine stuff works, and it's kind of like the uh, seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Do you remember that one? I think uh, it's six. Was it, I thought it was seven. <laughs> okay, whatever. Uh, but, you know, there, there's so many connections that people make throughout the day. So uh, it's very easy to find somebody in a situation where they may have been exposed and the way the quarantine rules are. They have to quarantine. So we've had we've had to deal with that a little bit. So far, so good. Uh, I don't believe any of our staff members have um, tested positive or anything like that yet. I think there there have been two or three that have tested. One of them may still be pending right now. Uh, so we've been able to kind of roll with it, and it's cycled through. So some of the uh, staff members that have been quarantined for possible exposures. Uh, they never got sick they never had any symptoms and so now they're getting ready to come back to our schools and then uh, there may be others probably that'll be quarantined so it's kind of cycling through we haven't really been hit hard uh, just at one school Uh, I know several of the staff members that have been quarantined just happened to work at Metropolis Elementary for now that'll probably cycle through to the high school you know the bigger schools are going to experience this more and then eventually we'll get to the unities and jeffersons and things but at this point we're still able to continue with what we're doing and we we just really we haven't had any uh, major outbreaks or situations yet of course this is only week two so uh, that's just kind of an update on where we're at on that we're watching the numbers obviously for our region for our county uh, the county numbers have jumped up this week a little bit. I think we're up to 60, is it 61, I think? Um, I'm not sure the actual case numbers. I've been following along with the Illinois Regional uh, Resurgence Criteria website, mm-hmm. um, which is a Illinois Department of Public Health website. And I believe as of, and this thing's always a few days behind, um, but as of August 25th, um, the region was at 7.6%, mm-hmm. which it tends to be where it was at last week, and then it kind of just rolls and goes back down again to closer to 7%. So Yeah, we did We did have, um, I know it was down into 
five or four or something at one point, maybe seven. Uh, so we got in the sixes, which was a, a positive note. We hadn't we haven't dropped to the six uh, percentage uh, range since early July, maybe or some maybe it was late June. So that was kind of positive. But like you said, it jumped way back up to seven. Was it seven seven seven, seven six right seven, now? Six. Well, that's and, as of uh, August twenty fifth because this is a couple days behind. Yeah, so uh, I think, uh, you know, it's going to kind of go up and down, and we've been fortunate enough to be hovering right under the threshold, uh, which is um, 8%. I'm, I can't remember if it's uh, uh, 8% for three days in a row or 8% for four days in a row, but after that, I know uh, some of the regions did experience setbacks this week. I didn't participate in the press conferences or listen to them, but... Uh, I think the region uh, four up by Belleville, Metro East, it went backwards, and there are more restrictions on them. And they were, and I looked back, and they had been hovering over eight percent for several days now. Uh, so that that eight percent, I think, is one of those threshold uh, kind of uh, lines in the sand, if you will. And if we cross that too many days in a row, we may experience setbacks. And I honestly, I'd have to say, I, I expected to be there by now. Uh, the way the data was looking right before uh, school started. It just kept cre- creeping up towards 8%, and every day it was a little higher, a little higher. But now we've experienced a few drops, like you said, down and then back up and down. So I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Yeah, we're hanging in there. Um, kind of shifting gears, though. Uh, just wanted to kind of – we want to give some some staff members some shout-outs uh, here. Uh, I was going to provide a quick update on where we're at with Chromebook distribution. Um, we have gotten all of second grade through 12th grade out in the classrooms uh, many of those students uh, either have them in their hand or the ability to um, have them picked up. Uh, we are almost finished with first grade. That should be getting uh, buttoned up today. And then we've already started pulling uh, laptops out for kindergarten. Um, we've also distributed uh, several um, uh, wireless hotspot uh, devices for uh, internet access. And uh, you know, while they aren't perfect, and there's still certain spots in the county where um, access isn't uh, necessarily the best. Um, they have been, um, uh, you know, kind of refreshingly, surprisingly, if you will, uh, working rather well. So um, we're, uh, you know, kind of happy with that, and, and hopefully they'll be able to provide service uh, for those that need it. Um, so that's that's where we're at with that. The Chromebooks, uh, we're right around 1,700 or so that have been out there um, with uh, many more that are ready to go. Um, to, to uh, distribute for first grade and so forth. So uh, we're getting there, light at the end of the tunnel. And as I've been saying for the past week, I can see that light at the end of the tunnel, and that light isn't a train. So <laughs> It looks better than what it could yeah. have. I'd have to say, just to piggyback on that, the uh, hot spots, I was really worried about, um, you know, this area. This area is known for having lack of cell, um, you know, signal or cell tower access and i have to say i was pleasantly surprised as i think you were with those hot spots i think they're they're going to be a good solution for a lot of our parents obviously it won't work for everybody depending on where you're at i looked at the coverage map looked like there were still some dead spots uh north of jefferson school towards um over uh west towards new columbia and then anywhere on the fringe of massac and pulp seemed like and i think you know that makes sense any anytime you're in a valley or there's trees or it's hilly uh, you're going to experience problems with cell signals and right so that there are still some dead zones um and the other interesting thing i thought about these little things not very big they're about the size of a cell phone um was that the when we started testing these out last week we had one upstairs in your office and i could see that down here and our building here is quite larger than a house 
So well, you uh, had good access really to good that access device. Oh, that's good from a distance. Mm-hmm. So um, you know that's uh, certainly certainly useful, and then hopefully they'll be uh, able to uh, help those that need it. Well, and I'd like to a quick shout out for the tech team, Mr. Walker here, and I know you have others that have helped you, but you've gone through um, 1,800 uh, Chromebooks, tagged them, configured them. Uh, put them in uh, backpacks and and got them in the hands of the teachers to be distributed. And what was that? Just over two weeks. Yeah, it was about right about two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. That's uh, that's phenomenal. Uh, that's a lot of work, I know. And now um, you're working on the hotspots, and we've distributed about thirty of those to parents that needed them, and uh, we'll have more yeah, coming out next week. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're close to about sixty-five or seventy or so that are, you know, totally ready to ready to go, and we're. The, I think the difficult part is just getting them to the schools right now mm-hmm. for distribution. So, mm-hmm. well, And then they also, I uh, know I mentioned the uh, Camp Kindergarten uh, on YouTube as we're speaking of shout-outs. Our kindergarten teachers, I think, have gone above and beyond. Uh, it's just uh, almost amazing what they've done with the their online instruction. Uh, you know, they've written a theme song. They they it's have an intro. Too. It's stuck in your head. Yeah, it's it's kind of like uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood or whatever. And uh, so anyway, I think uh, Tom and his tech team are also working on creating computers to be distributed to our kindergarten students now. We definitely want them to have access to all that online content that the uh, kindergarten teachers have put so much hard work into. So that's going on. And uh, you will have kindergarten ready probably next week at some point. Yeah, um, the only thing we're, we'll be waiting on is uh, the backpacks. backpacks for them. But otherwise, yeah, we'll have computers ready to go. And I need to order those today. Remind me of that. Okay. So we'll get the backpacks ordered today, and then hopefully they won't take too long to come in. So then at the end of the day, uh, we will have a – it will be a one-to-one computer-student ratio from kindergarten through the 12th grade. Uh, now, again, uh, we probably ought to mention some of the, uh, the parameters of these – uh, Chromebooks. They are still school-owned. Uh, we've had some questions about that. <laughs> so these are loans. These are not gifts. Uh, we're not allowed to do that, so I'm sure everyone understands. But also uh, know that these are only there for while you're a student of MassAC. So, uh, you know, if you choose to change schools or transfer to another district or go homeschooled, we'll need to get these back. And uh, we do require students to bring these to school. There's been a lot of questions about that. And this is kind of just a mind shift change. I think the whole concept of a one-to-one school is not something we're used to here. So uh, the idea is if every student has their own Chromebook, they should bring them to school every day. Uh, And one-to-one schools do not have computer labs and Chrome carts that kids pull computers off of. Everyone uses their own. And it's kind of a better situation that way uh, because they have their own computer um and that they're accustomed to you know they're using theirs they can take care of it for their you know they're not we don't have different students using the same computer and and in the covid world that we live in today that would be a problem so uh yes we do require the students once we give those out to bring those to school every day uh, that's kind of the whole idea of a one-to-one computer situation so just kind of wanted to throw that out there because there are questions about that and there's also some questions well what you know my uh, son or daughter likes to use this windows computer that we have and that's fine you can use it all you want but we need the chromebook computer to be the one coming to school because we can't support all of these other miscellaneous devices Uh, you can't monitor them as well they won't be able to access the internet or school resources Uh, and in years past we have tried that but of course that was whenever that might have been the only device available to the Mm -hmm. student or to the staff member and now we just have 
plenty available on our own and those are just so much easier to do you know kind of in mass mm-hmm. you know it's so easy to pull out a setting for 2,000 computers mm-hmm. in the you know, click of a button so and your monitoring system so much better and then one thing I will say I know um, you know I'm I, I used to be a little bit of a computer geek you know back in the day I don't think you could call me that now but uh, I think there are some people out there that say these Chromebooks are not real computers blah 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 you know you've, you've heard this but I will have to say and, and I say this as I'm looking at a Mac right now. Uh, I have to say that the Chromebook will do everything you need it to do, and it'll actually be easier on the Chromebook for your, your, our students to access the tools because all of our tools are, are either Google or they're uh, compatible to Google and work with Google through the logins. I mean, if they're using these uh, school-issued computers, their life is going to be easier. Yeah, and I, mean, you know, I, you know, I pretty much run technology here i guess that's what my title is right that's one of them (laughs) (laughs) but i've used a chromebook to for my job exclusively for you know over five years now Mm -hmm. so you know i I figure if i can finagle some way you know to make something happen it'll do it so it does a lot it is a versatile device they're quick you know Mm -hmm. the number one thing that you know kind of always gets overlooked is you don't really have to worry about the viruses Mm-hmm. You know, that's that was always a big problem back, you know, years ago, uh, but they're still existent. And, uh, you know, we don't have to worry about those with these. And uh, the nice thing is, if if it breaks, we can, you know, hand over another one and all the stuff is still there. That's the best part to me, because everything the students do uh, are automatically backed up on the cloud and there there's never a loss. And we've had that. I don't know how many times when I was the tech guy. We used a Windows directory, Active Directory, and it was saved on a local server, you know, and we would get lightning or power surge and the server would die and we would lose student files. We would lose work that students had worked on for a while. Uh, that can never happen with these Chromebooks. So that's another reason to use it. And I, and I think that would that's reason enough for all of us to be using them because the stuff that's saved on the cloud like that, uh, and we have unlimited storage, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the, I mean, it's just, it's so handy because you never lose anything. I've been trying, I don't save... Even though I'm using a Mac right now, I do not save word processing or Excel files locally. Everything's on the cloud because if this thing dies tomorrow, all I have to do is log back in with my uh, Google account, and it's all there. Yeah. And, yeah. It's, and it's the same for our students. Yeah, yeah, and it's uh, just a powerful uh, device within and of itself just you know, to get a lot done and not have to worry about you know, like file loss or anything uh-huh. like that. So, um, we uh, did want to give out, uh, I think, we you know, we talked about Kindergarten and uh, the neat uh, YouTube channel they've done. Um, but any other shout-outs we want to? Yeah, we have several here. I think overall, I would like to thank all of our parents. Uh, I know it's been a little goofy, and uh, there have been some things we're doing that you may have to kind of scratch your head and think, you know, why are you doing this? And and some of it is just simply because we've been given guidance to do it, and others, other pieces or stuff we have to do. Uh, but I do think our, our parents have been great in being very flexible and open-minded. I've only heard complaints from, uh, I think, three. You know, so three parents uh, for 2,000 students, I think that's pretty good. Uh, and so most of them, from what I'm hearing, you know, they, they, they may not be completely happy with what's going on, and that's understandable, but uh, they understand what we're up against. And so I really thank the parents out there. And then the students, secondly, uh, our students have been amazing. Uh, I don't. You probably haven't had time to get out in the schools yet. Um, a little bit more this week. Yeah, because you've much, been. But. <laughs> they, they, just to see the students, uh, they're taking this stuff serious, uh, whether they think it's important or not, or whether they, you know, it just everyone has their own beliefs about all this stuff. But 
at the end of the day, when those kids walk through our doors, they're, they're doing what we're asking them to do, what we've been asked to make them do. They're, they're wearing their masks. They're staying, uh, you know, six feet apart when they can, uh, you know, stuff like that. I think our students have been amazing, and we want to uh, give them a huge shout-out because this is a terrible, terrible thing to do to them. Uh, I don't like seeing kids in masks and, and only having half our kids in school. It's almost depressing, but this is what we've, we have available at this point. And our kids have been great. And I think most of them that are showing up in person, uh, you know, I think most of them feel like it's worth it if they can get to school some. You know, I think that's that's kind of what we're hearing, and I think that's important. So I'd like to really, really thank our, our students before we get to our staff. Um, and then, you know, just your tech team alone, the stuff you guys have done has been amazing. And I think all of our roles have been changing. It's probably not just our staff at Massac Unit 1. I'm sure COVID has changed everybody's life. Uh, but the roles here, you know, I was just thinking about that earlier. Um, our custodians now have a completely, an, it's an entirely different routine because they're spraying disinfectant on every inch and corner of the school before they start their normal cleaning routine for their own safety and then to keep everyone else safe. So that's a completely different role change for them uh, with what they're doing. And then we have teachers and teacher aides trying to figure out online learning tools and uh, how to best you know meet the needs of three different groups of learners essentially your you know your your group a your group b your full-time learners and then we have teacher aides trying to figure out how to work in small groups with students without getting you know within six feet and sitting right beside them reading to them and and testing them with our dibbles and different things uh, trying to figure all that out by maintaining social distance all this stuff is changing our cooks are feeding kids. They're doing twice the meal prep a day just so that kids that are in that school on Monday can have something to take home not only for Monday but Tuesday as well because they won't be back till Wednesday and vice versa for the Tuesday group. And uh, our custodians, our uh, maintenance, our secretaries, uh, I really a big shout out to our secretaries because so far none of them have quit, which <laughs> I think is important because yeah. <laughs> trying to take attendance right now is just an absolute nightmare, you know, because uh, some of the kids are there. Some of the kids are not supposed to be there, but they are there, <laughs> you know, or they're, they're in attendance. And then you have full remote that can be in attendance every day that are never there. So it's just a really the whole thing. Uh, you know, we've had maintenance guys in between working on air conditioners. They're making plexiglass dividers to try to help us separate, you know, staff from students and things like that. So I just think uh, right now this has been, if there is a positive with COVID, I think it's it's been nice to see everyone working together. Uh, in a situation that's a horrible situation and, and just making the best of it. I really think uh, all that, even down to our bus drivers who are, you know, they're driving routes and trying to figure out who they pick up on what days. You know, it's just, I don't know. Uh, the one thing I've seen, everyone just has an incredible amount of patience uh, and that goes with everybody. Uh, I, you know, what, because I think we're all in the same boat. Um, we're, we're all trying to figure this out and what's best for our kids. And, you know, it's uh, it's certainly been an interesting start to the school year, but at least we can say that we started it. Yes, you know, so. we do have kids in our school. It's not what we want. It's not as, as good as what we want, and I wouldn't even call this good. Uh, but it is a plan that we could do and we could pull off, and so far it's working. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, the, the one thing we can say is thus far we haven't had to shut down a school, our classroom, uh, and there are a lot of schools around us that have. Uh, so we've been very fortunate on one hand, but also I think a lot of these goofy protocols and schedules and all this other stuff have helped out as well. And even if we have a positive test, we won't, I don't believe, have to shut down an entire school, you know. And um, then uh, I think that's a nice transition um, into 
our, our return to learn uh, plans, that I, these things that we were going to have to revisit every so often to kind of see what our next steps were going to be. And I think this would be about the last thing that we that we talk about on this podcast. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, uh, I think uh, we set the first review review checkpoint was September 4th. That's next Friday, I believe. Uh, the Friday before Labor Day. And I do want to mention Labor Day, too. Don't let me forget. Um, but uh, the first checkpoint is simply just a time. We're going to get the transition team together. It'll be remotely, obviously, because it's a large team. But we're going to review where we're at, uh, what we're doing. Uh, I'm going to try to take a look at and talk to some healthcare professionals. And maybe I know Mandy Hannon uh, was on there because uh, she's a has a master's in nursing and so we'll try to kind of keep updated and if there are you know these things are changing quite often the cdc is you know saying do this well now don't do that and so we're going to look and see if there's anything we're doing that we don't necessarily have to do right now uh it i don't think that we'll be able to really open things up much more than what we're doing based on the numbers and like you said we're back up to 7.6 or or whatever uh, positivity rate and i look just for Massac county is up well over six now Mm -hmm. Um, and we've had our first death actually this week in Massac County unfortunately so the numbers aren't looking great for opening things up and expanding anything but the goal is to try to hold on to what we have and then we'll look internally at our our policies and procedures is there anything that has changed is there anything that we can uh, do differently and uh, we'll look at all those things too because they're still changing some of the protocols on on masks and when to wear masks or you know all that stuff social distancing you know it's still six feet for us for right now but there's been studies that have come out that it's more than six feet and things so we, we just need to step back and review this thing uh, i don't see any if you're a parent i wouldn't worry about any drastic changes at this point because uh, it just doesn't look like it's in the cards, but we will stop and talk to the team and just see if there's anything we can improve upon next Friday. And then we'll try to get that out there, maybe do another one of these in the afternoon next Friday just to kind of update everyone. Hey, we've had this checkpoint. This is what we came up with. This is what we looked at and that yeah. kind of thing. Um, um, Labor Day. Yeah, Labor Day. There were some questions about Labor Day. I just wanted to try to get this out there because we originally talked about uh, on holiday weeks uh, flip-flopping the uh, – schedules of the a and b group you know the in-person groups but this this week uh, this first one coming up we're not going to do anything different so it's just going to be like a normal labor day on monday september 7th nobody has to do school doesn't matter if you're supposed to be in person or out you know remote Uh, nobody has to do anything on that monday on tuesday group b will come back in just like they're supposed to on wednesday group a will come back in on thursday group b again and on friday will be remote so we're not really changing anything i think it's too early in the school year we haven't really established these routines we're all still trying to get used to it our kids are trying to get used to it so we don't want to flip-flop schedules up or anything this soon Uh, we may look at that on you know if we're still doing this goofiness in november you know, we may be able to flip-flop something or, you know, to avoid some of those holidays uh, so that one group isn't being left out, essentially. Um, there's a lot of Monday holidays. We yeah, kind of the, the group that. A is going to kind of be, be hit hard with those Monday things. But for right now, we're not doing anything. So um, ne- the week after next, a week from Monday on September 7th, nobody will do school, and then we'll just keep the same schedule we've been doing for the rest of that week, if that makes any sense. Makes sense to me. Yeah, I hope it makes sense to somebody. <laughs> well, uh, I think that's it. Uh, I think we checked off everything. Is there anything else? You know, I just, again, thank you for all your patience and everything. We're really trying to make the best of this. I do think it's going to continue to get better, especially with the online learning. Our teachers are working really, really hard uh, to try to figure all this stuff out. And it's a lot. 
it's a lot to figure out. It's a lot to keep up with. And your your our students are really trying to figure this out as well, which is it's you know it's just it's a different ball game. So if everyone will continue with their patience and flexibility and understanding, I think we're going to get through this. And hopefully, uh, sometime soon we'll be able to get back to normal of some sort of normal. Would be nice. Yeah. Cool. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, have a great weekend.